Listen to that thing. It puts me in a good mood every time. So, um, and this is how our pups did when we got back. They were so happy. They were so happy. They couldn't believe it. We're back. They're really back. Yeah, and Buddy tore up a pillow. He was just like, I'm going to show them. I'm mad. They should not have left us. I'm going to show them. I'm going to tear up a pillow. Yeah. My, my daughter came by to give them tummy rubs and all that, but they still needed the real deal they needed mom and dad so that's <laughs> they're so happy i love that video i think that's cute i just posted that on my my um my community page while i was gone if you're new here welcome i'm uh, melissa red pill the world and uh i have been without wi-fi for this whole like two weeks you know i get it sporadically obviously because i had posted on the community page and right in the middle of all this going on. So we're, we are talking about the QAnon posts and what's going on in current events, which is amazing. Right in the middle of when I'm going on vacation. And the, but in the light of the promises that God has given us, this is, this is bigger. As Q has said, this is the biggest. This is huge. And so we're, I don't know if there many, many channels that are really going into what is happening in the light of God's word. There's so many great YouTube ch channels and Twitter channels and all that who talk about the Q posts and they're terrific. I'm so thankful for Citizens Investigative. If you want to know detailed post by post and not be chased off into some rabbit trail, whatever, go definitely follow Citizens Investigative Report. I just I love her so much and um, her, she's just got such great analysis. But what we're going to talk about today, a couple, we're going to go over it a little bit, um, but mostly I want to talk about what I was doing when I wasn't in the middle of going to see a whale or, or seeing a beautiful waterfall or looking at a glacier or, you know, visiting with my family, obviously. So, um, and that was that, remember how Q has talked about uh, Jeremiah 29 11, which all we all know by heart for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans for to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope in the future. He's quoted that multiple times in since he began posting, you know, way back when I wanted. So I, I was reading Jeremiah and when I got there in the light of everything that's been going on, it all of a sudden it just became an explosion of understanding and, um, revelation and i wanted to share that with you and i'll be talking a little bit about q posts and a little bit about um uh you know my trip but mostly i just want you to see bigger biggest and uh, that's really what that's the only, that's really the reason i have this channel okay and so i was thinking about this q reposted this one from march 12 2019 decide for yourself be free from outside opinion that is what we are doing we are taking the q posts and um really putting it to, to the next level. 
because Christianity, the church has been controlled, the seminaries have been controlled by Masons to, to brainwash the church into standing down and to not identifying the beast and not identifying the new world order, which is the beast, and not fighting them. Okay, and sadly, the church is is still in you know, cowering in fear, thinking, "Oh, we're going, the world's going to blow up, and all of that," and, and thinking it's things are going to get worse and worse and worse. And this channel's about to say, oh, it's going to get better. And that time is now. It's now. So anyway, so that for us of, of all people, this is so important for us to decide for ourselves to research not only the Q post, but God's word and decide for ourselves what is the truth and not what they force fed us, foisted upon us to make us stand in fear and stand down and wait for an escape. We're not escaping. It's going to be his kingdom come on this earth as it is in heaven. His will being done on earth as it is in heaven. That is what we prayed how many millions of times, right? Okay, so decide for yourself. Be free from outside opinion, even mine. You have to seek the Lord. We all have to seek him and say, Lord, you tell me the truth. You're the man who, you're the one who can give me truth. You alone. I can't believe anybody but him, right? And I'm just a lady, right? Y'all have to, we all have to go to him and say, Lord, teach me, reveal to me. Help me to stand in what you've told me, no matter who says I'm an idiot, right? Decide for yourself. Be objective in your conclusions. Decide for yourself. Be true in your own beliefs. Decide for yourself. Be open to following the facts. You know, and I had these conversations with people, and I understand that they're, you know, they, it's, it, when you've been thinking one way, and all of a sudden I'm like, okay, turn that train around and go, go, go this way, it's going to take a minute. And, they, and I understand everyone has to go in like different conversations I would have, you know, they're like, well, I have to rethink everything. Great. Some people are more like they get angry. They get mad. Like, no, you can't be right because everybody else is saying this other thing. It's just a cognitive dissonance. It's hard to, to change your, you know, that, you know, and they're not being mad intentionally. They're just, it's just a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. And different people respond different ways. So don't take it personally and understand that you may be one of the, one of the people that they meet along the way that finally after the 10th person, it, it finally kicks in or, you know, as we see more revelation. Okay. So decide for yourself, be strong in defending your beliefs. So once you do, you know, come to this, you just say, um, this is it. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but if we disagree, but we'll have to just agree to disagree and I'm going to stand right here and I'm going to defend what I know that God has said in his word. And, and I, it's, 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 it's when you are feel confident in what you believe, then it doesn't really upset you. You just go, okay, well, this is, this, I'm going to stand right here and understand it's going to, you don't we, we disagree, but no bad feelings, no hard feelings, but I'm not, it doesn't upset me. Because it doesn't, because I still stand right here what I, in what I believe. Does that make sense? Anyway, I know you can't respond. All right, um, <laughs> in the comments, you can. Decide for yourself. Be resistant to blindly accepting factless statements. Just because someone says it, whether it's in the church, what, you know, oh, we're going to be raptured out of here. Oh, we're going to, you know, the world's going to get worse and worse. And, oh, there's the Antichrist, whatever they would say. Factless, baseless, and I understand it's been said so many times it sounds like just fact because they say it's gonna this is what it's gonna happen. 
But we, if you're new to the channel, I hope you'll go back and, and list, look at the Revelation playlist and start to get steeped in what truly is happening. That we are, this is the great day of the Lord. This is the day where we're going to be set free from all these evil ones. And they're going to be cast out. And we're going to have a beautiful world of peace and prosperity and health for our families, for everyone all throughout the world. And Q has said that if he said anything, he said that, that every country will be set free financially. I mean, just all this is going to happen before our various, we're seeing it. Just um, decide for yourself, be free. Those who attack you, those who mock you, those who call you, those who control you, those who label you, do they represent you? No. So, you know, and that's really where the Lord is asking us to take our stand. He says in Ephesians 6, and having done all, the sand. We're putting on this shield of faith. We're putting on the breastplate of righteousness. We're putting on the helmet of salvation. Uh, and, and, and with all prayer, he's saying, you know, having done all these things to stand, to stand our ground and to stand in what we know is true. And uh, that's what it's going to take. It's a, it's a spiritual battle going on. So I'm glad as I've said before, I'm so glad we have each other. We're right here. And I want you to remember that we are the 144,000. Remember, I would, you know, have a, the book that I've put out, QAnon, and A Thousand Years of Peace, um, or QAnon, the Millennial Reign, the second book is QAnon, uh, and the Battle of Armageddon. <laughs> it's the same book, but it's just a scarier title for some. Anyway, Armageddon is on them, not on us, just so you know, if you're new to the channel. All right, so with the 144,000, I go into this in the book, and I go into this on the Revelation playlist. I looked, and therefore, there before me was the Lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. Now, they don't, they're not really tattooed, right? It's not about that. It's about they represent him they stand for him they stand for his word and let me just say this not everyone is chosen to be 144,000 not everyone is chosen for this amazing job there are millions it goes into later on there's a and I heard a sound from heaven like a roar of rushing waters like a peal of thunder um uh let's see hang on it says a myriad of the <laughs> Somewhere in here, it talks about a myriad of people, a myriad of people, you know, just millions of people who are all calling upon the Lord and who love the Lord. Uh, millions and millions and millions of people love the Lord, but not everyone is chosen to be the 144,000 who represent him in this battle, who fight with, alongside him in this battle. I want you to tell him, thank you, Lord, that you allowed me to be part of your battle. And you can only fight when the Lord gives you this revelation and when you have this understanding and then even with, even with that, even so, let's say someone you talk to acquiesces to the whole thing says, I agree with everything you say. There's something that the Lord is doing on us right now that we can't stop. We, there's just, it's the spirit of the Lord that he has chosen us to be part of the one Y'all, This is crazy. Like tear up time. How could it be that we can be the part of this 144,000? How could we be so blessed of the Lord? So if you ever get down and you feel like nobody believes me in my family or blah, blah, you know, they're being so mean. Of course, we're past a lot of that. But even if you still have that in your family, even if, and because of the cognitive dissonance, be, I want you to focus on this. The Lord has tapped you on the shoulder and he's gathered us as I was reading the other day. He's gathered us from all over the world and we are 
and we are gathered to, to fight together against the beast. It's a song, as it says here, there's a song, uh, look here, and they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. No one could learn the song except the 144,000 who have been redeemed from the earth. These 144,000, these special ones who've been selected for this task, only we know this song. There's a song, you know, like um, the Lemons are up. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of the people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of our hearts echoes the beating of the drums, it is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. We know this song. We're singing this song together, and there's nothing that can stop us. You know, I can be way off in Alaska somewhere, and I'm still like, I'm singing this song. And, uh, you know, we're singing it together. So I, want, I just wanted to say that. I want you to just keep that in your heart that you have been chosen. We've been chosen for this task. And there are many who are going to awaken, but not everyone is going to be, get to be in the, the ones who are the battle-hardened, tough, rugged, you know, just won't stop people. That's us. So I want you to be excited and, and thankful. All right, so... This whole thing about the Epstein stuff coming out more and more, it is just enough to, um, yeah, big, big, yeah. I know y'all been reading about it. I know y'all been, you know, know, thinking about it. When when we were on our trip, we were in the middle of that, you know, my mother tells me, because I've been traveling and all that, and I'm having having Wi-Fi, my mother said, oh, the the, uh, lights were out in New York City, you know, and I'm like, okay, what? finally figured out how to get on some Wi-Fi for a minute before we got on the ship to see what going, what's going on. And y'all know all about that, you know, that, you know, they're trying to get rid of Epstein, you know, because he has the dirt on all of them. And of course, then I hear, I find out about, which I've, I've known about Disney, but to, to connect that with, with Epstein Island and all of this, it's, yeah, yeah, we know. And, um, you know, you've seen this picture, which is awful. I can't, I don't even want to leave it on the screen. It's so awful. So the good news is that this is coming out in the mainstream. And uh, likely, just like with me, I have friends who are saying, wait, this is, uh, you know, everything you've been saying is true. It's, you know, what we've been trying to tell people is true. So, yeah, I'm very thankful for this coming out. And so I'm not going to go into the, a lot of the Q posts, but, um, except to say I'm very, very thankful that it is coming out into the mainstream. And this is our job is to help others to accept this and to, and to realize this and to, and to connect the dots when they see this on the news, say, this is a, this is, um, this is related to, you know, all of these politicians have gone down to this place and they've either been complicit or they've been blackmailed and that's how they, controlled these politicians and CEOs through as puppets. And so that's how they've run the world. And that's why you'll elect someone. And then next thing you know, they won't do with what they said they were going to do either because they were fake or because they were blackmailed. We don't necessarily know all of that, but these people will be called to an account and that's the beginning of it. And that's why they are so scared of Epstein because he has the dirt on all of them. He has the videos and everything. So helping people to connect those dots is really Um, And, and, you know, before we would come out and say something like that and be like, well, you know, it just wouldn't make any 
it wouldn't stick. But now that it's coming out in the news, then you can help people to connect those dots and they see that this is how critical and how important this is. All right. So this verse came to mind. Uh, from Ecclesiastes 8.11, when a sentence for a crime is not speedily executed, men become fully set on doing evil. Oh, I was going to show you my, my Twitter page. Okay, hang on. Oh, oh, this is it. I'm sorry. I still got jet lag, y'all. Federal government to resume capital punishment after nearly two decade lapse. This was on, you can look at my Twitter page, Freedom Forcer. Uh, Freedom Forcer is my Twitter. So the Justice Department is resuming capital punishment. They're starting with five individuals. But th what does this do? It puts people in fear that yeah, yeah, I'm going to get punished. So the opposite of this verse is also true. When, tr when the sentence for a crime is speedily executed, men are in fear of doing evil. Okay. And that's the crazy thing about the Epstein. You're like, I can't believe he, he got away with this. And then he went back and he just made it even more. That's what happens is, Hey, I can get away with it. And so they just made it where they just did more and more and more of this evil. I mean, it is just straight from the pits of hell, right? So when, when it's not speedily executed, when they're not executed, right, that men become just more and more and more evil. But when there's execution, truly, in, like Barr is doing, if there's going to be execution, and they're resuming capital punishment, then people are like, wait, I've got, I can't do this evil. I can't, I've got, you know, I don't want to do this because I'll be punished, right? And that's what's going, that we've got to do it. We've got to do it because that's the one thing that stops people in their tracks from doing evil. And on a smaller scale, you know in your own life that, that when you realize you had some consequences for your actions, that is what has held you in check. You go, I don't want to go there. I'm not going to go there and do this certain thing because the consequences are too intense. Even if it's, you know, not something you didn't end up in jail, you didn't end up, you know, whatever, something that severe. Or but if you say it just causes me to feel far from the Lord. That's the worst consequence of all, right? So thank you, Lord, that this is happening and that uh, we're going to start, you know, these executions are starting. And it is going to hold the world in check. We have to have sentences for crime speedily executed. I want you to see that. And so um, when the sentence for crime is not speedily executed, the hearts of them become fully set on doing evil. So this will put a stop to that, a, a stake in the heart of Dracula to stop this evil. So thank you, Lord, for that happening. So people are like, this is not tribulation because they've got, they've had this mental picture of where, you know, it's just burning fires, burning everywhere and nuclear war and, and, and explosions of, you know, and all of that. Don't tell me this is not tribulation. Do not tell me that. And I, and so when I mentioned to someone, uh, we were having this conversation, I said, Satan's not going to, he, he's going to be more subtle than that. You know, because if, if we had things blowing up all around us, then people would be like, this is tribulation. He doesn't want us to recognize it. But when you have, look at this, every debt, uh, every nation in debt slavery, almost every individual in debt slavery, off the charts cancer and disease, off the charts autism and ADHD, off the charts depression and anxiety, off the charts divorce, off the charts family breakdown, off the charts deception, off the charts drug addiction and alcohol addiction and porn addiction and human trafficking and government corruption, nation breakdown, fire and hurricanes and earthquakes and all that, and socialism, terrorism, anti <laughs> This is tribulation. 
This is tribulation. When in my family, and I'm thinking yours too, there's no family that's been untouched by some of this. It, it, just that is tribulation where we are just, opp the oppression is, is palpable. You can feel it weighing on your shoulders until you really truly give it to the Lord and, and see what he is doing. Otherwise, you'd just be ready to throw up your hands, jump off a bridge or something. So this is the day of tribulation. This has been, and it's the day when we're being set free. All of these things will be reversed. All of these things will be reversed. We won't be force-fed all these addictions. We won't be under this oppression. Um, and I want you to see this was in Alaska. It was, this was actually a picture I did because I saw them all over. I'm just like, please. And I, I've seen the Serial Brain video about, um, I've seen the video about the, the uh, chemtrails being now under the control of POTUS. Maybe that's true. I don't know. The one thing I know is that one day this is going to stop. And we, either way, whether you know, we won't have to spray the skies if he's doing it, if he's doing it for good or they won't be spraying the skies for evil. I know, you know, it makes me not feel good. It makes me have be dizzy and I have to take my, you know, stuff to remove all these toxins. And, and the sky was filled. I was up there trying to see this beautiful Denali national park up in the, right in the middle, smack down in the middle of, uh, of Alaska. And I couldn't see it because the, the skies were so full with muck. I took a, a helicopter trip uh, to one of the places and you, you could, you could, the, the visibility was just next to nothing. Anyway. Um, yeah, they were even up in, even up in the middle of Alaska. Like why, 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 why do you have to do this right up in the middle of Alaska? Anyway, I just want you to be aware of that. And, um, this is at 10 o'clock. It did not get dark there at all even now i didn't stay up until two but it was so weird because you're thinking you know normally you're like okay the sun's going down it's time to get kind of ready for sleep time and go to sleep it would never get dark it would never get dark the more the farther we went north it didn't get dark at all and this is 10 o'clock and you know you i could stay up until 11 12 and it would just not you see how high the sun is in the sky so it did not set really not what you would think of as setting and we would see the sun all the time. It was just weird. It was weird to do that. We have to shut the curtain, you know, have the dark out curtain so we could actually go to sleep and just force yourself. I know it looks light outside, but you're, it's time to go to sleep, right? And you'd be so tired. Anyway, anyway, it was just funny. And uh, so, yeah, this is, um, this, is, uh, this is a very good evidence for some of the, the theories that we have seen online. So. And which I will talk about one day. I'm not ready to do, go into it right now, but yeah, this is, this is a great uh, science experiment for me to go uh, there and, and see, see it from my very own eyes, what's going on. All right. So um, now let's jump right into Jeremiah. Ah, here is um, just after that passage. It says, for I know the plans I have for you. Okay. So let me back up. I want you to know the context of what's going on right here. The people of, of uh, Judah, had fallen into this evil and everyone was doing it. It's like the same thing when people, and everybody's doing something, you're like, okay, well, let's do the thing to do. You know, they would do this Baal worship. Okay. And the Lord had said, if you do this, I'm going to have 
to punish you. I won't be able to just turn a blind eye to it. Okay. Again, back to the passage that talked about, you know, when, when the sentence for a crime is not speedily executed, the hearts of men become fully set on doing evil. They were doing so much evil. The Lord says, I have to, I have to punish. I have to. And so He's okay. You know, he's going to have to send them off into Babylon. They're going to have to lose their homeland. They're going to have to lose their their freedom and their peace. And and uh, they're they're you know anyway they've been using their peace for evil because they've been doing doing all this evil. All right. So this is after he says, I, even though I have to punish you, I have to. I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you. I'm not doing this to harm you, just like you when you when you punish your children. You're not doing it to harm them. You're trying to do it to rescue them, to save them. They may not understand that. But that's what you're doing. That's what you're trying to do. And the same thing with the Lord. So this is um, just after he said that. He said, now let me ask you a question. Do men give birth to babies? Then why do they stand there, ashen faces, hand pressed against their sides like a woman in labor, like, oh, Man, if, you, if you've seen a woman with their hand on their back, they got this stomach, hand on the stomach, like, oh, I'm having labor pains, you know. So what did they, what's he talking about? In all history, there has never been such a time of terror. It will be a time of trouble for my people, Israel. Yet in the end, they will be saved. All right, so this is talking about, yes, it's talking about when they went off into Babylon. But you're going to see as we read more into Jeremiah, this is also a fulfillment now, now. So he's so when you see this, this is there are several passages in in the Bible where it's talking about some in labor, like in they're like in terror because they're in labor because this is happening. It's like your girl, you know what it's like. It's like I've got to go through this labor and it's going to be hard. But terror in the sense of, as we know, this was the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, the sign of giving birth to this new day to the millennial reign of christ and as the lord told us it says that there will be trouble on the earth and that um he says that um it will be you know satan has come down to you in great anger knowing he has little time so this is the this is it this is it and so we we saw this sign of the son of man in uh in the heaven so from revelation 12 uh verses one and two the woman clothed with the sun the moon under her feet 12 stars on her head she was she cried with travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. So this is the what we saw September 23rd, 2017. And after that, we began to see all the Q posts and all of the CEOs being removed, all the indictments coming down, all the assets being seized, all of that right after this sign. And so this harkens back to this passage here. We're in labor. This, this labor to, to be delivered. Um, in all history, there's never been a, such a time of terror. And it has been. The terrorists, they have tried every trick in the book, every terrorist act in the book, every fire, every earthquake, every hurricane, every false flag, every, you know, all of that. They tried everything. Amazingly, we really haven't had, that, you know, that many other, you know, with some more uh, hurricanes, we haven't really had as many false flags lately. Knock on wood, whatever. Um, it'll be a time of trouble for my people. It has been a time of trouble. This we can't, you know, it has been, just like I was saying in the tribulation. Yet in the end, they will be saved, will be rescued. And that's what's happening. That's what's happening, you guys. It's very exciting. Um, and this is my video on the sign. So you can see 
uh, check it out, QAnon, Amazing Star Sign, 1111, Judgment Day, Bethlehem Star, and the Sign of the Son of Man. I thought all three of those signs, because the Lord said he put the stars and the sun and the moon in the heavens for us, for signs, seasons, days, and years. He put them for us. Yes, the enemy twisted. Yes, the enemy uh, uses it for evil. But the Lord uses it for good. Okay, and he said they're there for us, and he gave us this sign from Revelation 12, 12, that this was going to happen, and it's a, it's a, it was the birth, and the day, this is right here, is the day of President Trump's election when the, when the, um, when Jupiter entered the womb, the beginning, the sign, and uh, it's just a beautiful thing. So je definitely check out this video, um, so you know what's going on there. It's just amazing. So it gives you so much confidence that this is happening. And this is where it says in Jeremiah 30, I love this. I posted this on the YouTube uh, community page. They will have their own ruler again, and he will come from their own people. I will invite him to approach me, says the Lord. For who would dare to come unless invited? You will be my people, and I will be your God. Now, who's that talking about? Look, the Lord's anger bursts out like a storm. Like a storm, you guys. A driving wind that swirls down on the heads of the wicked. Ah, yes! The fierce anger of the Lord will not diminish until it has finished all he has planned. In the days to come, you will understand this. Yeah, we do. Oh, I can't even believe it. We're the 144,000 and we understand this. You guys, there are so many believers who don't get it, who are not in the battle. I know I'm getting excited. Calm down. This is the storm. This is the storm. This is our ruler. He will come from our own people. He's, he's here. It's amazing. Y'all, y'all hear what I'm saying? This is so amazing. All right, so now, Jeremiah 31, tears of joy. I'm giving you a sampler so you can go and read Jeremiah and 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 take it in for yourself. I'm going to give you a little sampler, okay? As I was, uh, we were driving from here to there, I'd be reading Jeremiah, and uh, I would uh, take a picture of, of the of the passage and just, I'm just going to give you a little snippet, a little sampler. Tears of joy will stream down their faces. I will lead them home with a, with great care. They will walk beside quiet streams and on smooth paths where they will not stumble. For I am Israel's father and Ephraim is my oldest child. Mm, isn't that beautiful? It's talking about us, you know, and I, I was having this conversation also. Oh, well that's, that's Israel. These promises are for us. These promises are for us. It's another way that they have tried to, to rob us of our promises in God's word. Oh, no, that's for Israel, in a physical uh, Israel. And that's for the people who live in Israel. No. N-O, no. You're not changing that. You're not taking my promises away from me. No, no, no. Look at this. Think for yourself. Decide for yourself. Be free from outside opinion. Be strong and defend your beliefs. All that. Remember that? We're not going to let them take our promises away from us it's not about them returning to a physical land what is land but dirt it's just dirt it's just dirt it's about people it's about the land is about about people living on the land about freedom for these people that we're returning from exile we're turning from from where we were we were um mistreated and abused by the new world order and and um uh terrorized and missed uh, you know all of his the tribulation has happened to us and we're going to res be restored whether someone's in north korea or venezuela or all throughout europe or america or wherever we are going to re return to our homes 
because you're not moving probably and you know we're not moving it's not about moving a physical location it's about being restored so that paradise is restored so that this earth is restored and these demonic satan worshipers are out 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 tears of joy will stream down our faces as he leads us home with great care so carefully so that no one you know yes we've had some some casualties of war but it hasn't been a nuclear holocaust thank you lord with great care very carefully because he knows our minds it's just too hard on our minds even to help our mental ability to our status to be able to receive this and not be lose our mind you know because it's just he just very carefully helping us do walk through this just like keep one step at a time right they will walk beside quiet streams and on smooth paths they will not stumble yay i'm israel's father and ephraim is my oldest child as you remember if you haven't seen the the playlist on uh, uh the lost tribes of israel check it out because what this is talking i really do believe that many of us are part of the lost tribes of israel that moved into England, Ireland, Scotland, and that now we've come to America and we bless the whole world, just like just like the Lord had promised that we would do, that Israel would do, would bless the world, not because of you know, oh, because Israel, the people of Israel have blessed the world with technology. What's the blessing of the world? What's the blessing to the world? The Lord Jesus to 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 be, to spread the gospel. That's the blessing to the world. Technology is worthless worthless even harmful without the lord jesus unless you walk with him all of it is pointless and meaningless right we know that i'm israel's father and ephraim is my oldest child remember the story of ephraim he is not even jacob's child that he adopted jacob whose name would change to israel adopted ephraim ephraim was the younger and he switched him over and he, he became he, he got the, the blessing so he's the youngest of the youngest he's joseph who is pretty much the youngest whatever he's the youngest of, of joseph the younger of joseph so in other words the lord is giving us that double blessing we are getting that double blessing and tears of joy will stream down our faces because we we're part of this that we we are we are his chosen ones to do this it's huge y'all that we are how could we be so blessed to live in america and for us to be the, the chosen nation and for us you and me and all of us in the q army to be the ones the 144,000 fighting this battle to, to set the world free that's just too huge that's just that's too huge that's too amazing. But we know it in our spirit. We can't stop. It's the spirit of God, you guys. So he says, set up road signs and put up guideposts. Mark well the path by which you can come back again, my virgin Israel. Return to your towns here. That's our job. We are here as signposts. We're here to go. That's the direction. This is what's really going on. This is what Q is talking about. The news is not lying. We are the road sign. We are the guidepost. That is what our job is. We've got to mark these paths well. We've got to help people find the path to get out of the matrix, okay? That's the whole point of red pill, right? Is that you take, eat the red pill, swallow it down. I know it's hard sometimes, but um, that is our job so that we can return to 
freedom, return to peace, return to sanity, return to no more of that tribulation stuff, the opposite of all that, right? Where we have health and wealth and wonderful things. Um, in Jeremiah 31, but this is the new commandment. I will make it the people of Israel after those days. I will put my instructions deep within their hearts. I will write them on, uh, I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. They will not need to teach their neighbors, nor will they need to teach their relatives, saying, you should know the Lord for everyone from the least to the greatest will know me already, says the Lord. I will forgive their, their wickedness and I will never again remember their sins. Isn't that beautiful? I mentioned this to someone who's, who's a strong Bible knowledge person, a Bible teacher, and did, this person didn't remember, they hadn't thought about this verse, hadn't looked at, you know, because Jeremiah's probably not someplace that, that, you know, we, we pretty much stay in the New Testament a lot of us, okay? Look at this. And they didn't remember. It says, you will not need to teach them to know the Lord, to know the Lord. They will all know him from the least to the greatest. Isn't that so beautiful? Oh, so exciting. So exciting. Those who survive the coming destruction, and I'm talking about, okay, don't think. When I say that, don't think. Don't think. Bombs bursting and uh, nuclear holocaust. Do not think that. Those who survive the coming destruction, this, this, this tribulation, okay, that I was talking about right here, this tribulation, all this. We've just, we have survived this. We have survived this. All uh, the worst that they've thrown at us, everything that they've tried to do. Those who survive this destruction will find blessings even in the barren land, even in the midst of all that. The Lord has been with us. Isn't that true? He's been with us. He has guided us through. He has helped us in all of these situations. I will give rest to the people of Israel. I'm going to talk about that here in a minute, about rest, the Sabbath rest, six days. In other words, 6,000 years. You shall labor and do all your work. And then the Sabbath is the rest of the Lord. This is the seventh day. This is the beginning of the 7,000th year. Isn't that great? Long ago, the Lord said to Israel, I have loved you, my, my people. With an everlasting love, with unfailing love, I've drawn you to myself. I will rebuild you, my virgin Israel. You will again be happy and dance merrily with tambourines. Oh, can you visualize it? Can you feel it in your bones? Like our song, I feel it in my heart. I feel it in my soul. That's how I know. Oh. That's why I do. I just I can't help but dance. I don't have a tambourine, but I need to go get one. And again, you will plant vineyards on the mountains of Samaria and eat from your own garden. I was telling this to my sister. What does Uncle Sam stand for? Uncle Samaria. Uncle Samaria. Did y'all know that? This is Uncle Samaria. This is Samaria as in we are. Samaria is where the, the, the 10 tribes of Israel live. They lived in Samaria. The mountains of Samaria and eat from your own gardens there. Nobody's going to take our stuff from us anymore. We'll be able to just have what we, what we need and be able to share. The day will come when watchmen will shout from the hill country of Ephraim, come let us go up to Jerusalem to worship the Lord our God. It's not about a physical location again. It's about we're all going to worship the Lord. We have peace. We, these bad guys are gone. We can you know, just not work ourselves to death. We can just be in health and wealth and all that. You nations of the world, proclaim it in distant coastlands. The Lord who scattered his people will gather them and watch over them as a shepherd does his flock. For the Lord has redeemed Israel from those too strong for them. Can anyone say new world order? They've been too strong for us. The Lord has had to deliver us by his right arm, by his righteous right hand. And it says that, that they will be saved in, I want to say just, uh, Daniel chapter 7, it says they will be rescued, but not by human hand. This is the Lord. 
who is saving, redeeming us, rescuing us, buying us back from their from the enslavement, setting us free from our social security card, whatever they, they've financially enslaved us. They were too strong for us. They, they will come home and sing songs on the, of joy on the heights of Jerusalem. They'll be radiant because of the Lord's good gifts, the abundant crops of grain, new wine and olive oil. That's all just talking about abundance that will be full and happy and well. Olive oil is about being healthy and well, uh, well to do. And the healthy flocks and herds, their life will be like a watered garden and all their sorrows will be gone. Gone, you guys lay hold of this promise. It's for you and for me. I'm gonna lay hold of it as far as different things in my life that I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this prayer to be answered, Lord. All those sorrows will be gone. All of them. All of them. That's what he said. The young women will dance for joy, the old, the men, old and young, will join. I can't wait to see what it say at the bottom. I don't I can't see it. Anyway, we'll join, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Something good. All right. So the day is coming, Jeremiah 31. It says the Lord, when I will greatly increase the human population and the number of animals here in Jerusalem, in Israel and Judah. In the past, I deliberately uprooted and tore down this nation. I overthrew it, destroyed it, and brought disaster upon it. But in the future, I will just as deliberately plant it and build it up. I, the Lord, have spoken. I believe this is the double, double fulfillment. You've got the, when they were being taken off into Babylon, they were uprooted and then they were restored. Also, the Lord uprooted the, the really the, the, the kingdom uh, was taken out of Jerusalem and was transplanted into Ireland, as you've seen on the, the videos about um, uh, on the lost tribes of Israel. Uh, the, that playlist that uh, the, the, with Tiatethi and all of that going on. So they was transplanted there under the second second um, king of um, how do I explain this for those who haven't heard Judah. The kingdom was supposed to go through Judah. There were two sons of, of Judah that could receive this, and so one was um, Perez and one was Zara. So the Zara line continued through Ireland and and continued on and is now transferred into America. It's just fact, okay? So check out the, that uh, video. All right, so he has transplanted it and built it up. That's what he has done. It's a, it's, it's many times the Lord does that. It's a, it's a double fulfillment, okay? So the Babylonians, now this is back in the day of when Nebuchadnezzar was taking the Babylon, uh, was, was removing God's people from Jerusalem, using Nebuchadnezzar. The Babylonians were outside the walls. They will come in and they will set fire to the city. They will burn down all the houses where the people provoke my anger by burning incense to Baal on the rooftops and by pouring out liquid offerings to other gods. He's, he is giving us a clear understanding that this Baal worship is going to be punished. They've been doing this. Whoever's been doing this, either then or now, they will be, they will be punished. And he's going to burn this all down. He's going to burn it down. Stop it. They have built pagan shrines to Baal in the valleys of Ben-Hinnom or Pedophile Island, Epstein Island. And there they sacrifice their sons and daughters to Moloch. It's a fact. And as, as much as I hate to say it, that's what people need to understand so that they will say, I've got to join this fight. And if after understanding that people are going to Epstein Island to do that, if they won't join the fight, then I don't know what else to tell, tell them, right? I've never commanded such a horrible deed of, of doing this evil. Because even, it never even crossed my mind to command such a thing. What an incredible evil causing Judah to sin so greatly. I'm telling you, Satan don't play. He will get people to do 
it's the worst thing from the pits of hell. They will be my people and I'll be their God. I will give them one heart and one purpose to worship me forever. The Lord is going to redeem. I'm not talking about these people who are going to be executed. I'm talking about those who, who got blackmailed into this, maybe did some of this and they've repented. Anyone who's repented, uh, anyone who's been complicit but, and they've turned, anyone who's been, you know, that knew about it and just didn't have the ability to, to, to stop it. The Lord knows. They've got it all. They know everything. And the ones who, who, are, who are truly guilty, who have not repented, they will be punished. And the others and all of us who've been under this oppression will be set free. They will be my people. I will be their God. I will give them one heart and one purpose to worship me forever. This is, it's, worship is not about singing songs and, and praising. It's about we want the Lord to control this world. We want the world to be his kingdom. We want his kingdom to come, his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Worship is where we we like, Lord, you run this thing because if the bad guys do, we're it's curtains. Okay. Worship is where we just we all want to follow him, all obey him, all do according to his word. This is the highest form of worship where we we just do what he's told us to do. Okay. That is what worship is. To that with one heart in 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 uh, in um, <laughs> matching up with whatever's in his heart is in our heart too to do okay one purpose to worship me forever for their own good and for the good of all their descendants i will make an everlasting covenant with them i will never stop doing good for them i will put a desire in their hearts to worship me and they will never leave me i will find joy doing good for them and they will faithfully and wholeheartedly replant them in this land isn't that wonderful this is what is coming this is what is coming that everyone will wake up and realize that we know to know the Lord and to walk, follow the Lord and say, we don't want to be part of what these creeps have been doing. We don't, we're not. And, and Lord save us from these creeps who have been doing all this to us. And we didn't even know why we had cancer. We didn't even know why we had the autism and the ADHD and the financial and all this Lord save us because we've got to stay close to you and do your will because these people are cray cray, right? <laughs> All right, here we go. So then, yes, fields will once again be bought and sold, deeds and signed and sealed and witnessed in the land of Benjamin and, and here in Jude, Jerusalem, in the towns of Judah and in the hill country and the foothills of Judah and in the Negev too. For someday I will restore prosperity to them. I, the Lord, have spoken. All right, let me just say this. Yes, the fulfillment there, they did go back into Jerusalem. They had land. More importantly is that the fulfillment now all over the world is all these lands that have been taken are going to be restored. To, the, to their owner. I don't know how the Lord's going to do this, but the bottom line is that we have not been able to buy or sell. We have not been able to have to gain true wealth. It's only been for the people at the top. This is with the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast is where they, they're only the ones who've been able to get wealthy and to have uh, assets, true assets. And we've had assets with just keep being drained and drained and drained. And you try to make money in there. Oh, well, we're going to tax this. We're going to uh, find a way to take that from you. I mean, it's just, that's what it's been. But the Lord will restore this prosperity. These deeds will be, we will actually have assets that we can say, this is something that I I own that is that the Lord has given to me and that, that no one can uh, illegally take from me. Okay. Or, or by, by tax theft. Okay. You expect to fight the Babylonians, but the men of the city, now this is, this is talking about uh, when this was um, the people who were in, in Jerusalem and there and that uh, Nebuchadnezzar was surrounding the city and he's telling them, no, no, I'm not going to let these people off uh, uh, 
I'm not going to let these people in the city get away with what they've done. There's going to have to be punishment. Okay. So I'm looking at this in the standpoint of these bad guys. They're going, going to, there's no, they can't get away. Okay. You expect to fight the Babylonians, but the men of the city are already as good as dead. For I've determined to destroy them in my terrible anger. I've abandoned them because of their wickedness. Then this city will bring me joy and glory and honor before all the nations of the world. The people of the world will see, I'm sorry, I don't have the rest of it, but the point is that we are bringing him joy and glory and honor before all the nations as we fight alongside him against these evil ones. Oh, here it is. Before all the nations of the earth, the people of this world will see all the good I do for my people and they will tremble with awe at the peace and prosperity I provide for them. Isn't that beautiful, you guys? Oh, how exciting is Jeremiah? Isn't that wonderful? The people of the world, has that truly been fulfilled? Not like this. Not like this. People of all the world will see all the good I do for my people and they will tremble with awe at the peace and prosperity. They'll all the blessings, all the things that they had stolen from us, trying to take it and take it and take it from the people who were just trying to work peace. And they take it from us. The Lord is going to restore it, and they will, they're seeing it. The evil ones are seeing it. Epstein is seeing it. All these others are seeing it. They're like, this is exactly what we were afraid of would happen. We fought with everything we had to stop it, and they could not stop the Lord's day from coming. They tried everything to stop it, and they couldn't. And all of this is being taken from them and returning to us. Isn't that beautiful? The day will come, says the Lord, when I will do good for Israel and Judah and all the good things I have promised. In those days, at that time, I will raise up a righteous descendant from King David's line. What have I told you guys? That President Trump is from the line of Judah. He's from both lines. He's from the Pharaohs and the Tsar lines of Judah. He's from the Lennox and the Stuart lines of the, of, this, uh, of the monarchy. It's just facts. I'm, he, I will raise up a righteous descendant from King David's line. He will do what is just and right throughout the land. In that day, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will live in safety. And this will be its name. The Lord is our righteousness. Oh. Can you believe we're living in this day? Okay, but I just thought of something I wanted to mention to you. I know that the president said something about GD and everybody was upset. This was when I was on my trip. What is he talking about? These people are GD. These people who've done this evil are GD. That's what he's talking about is this, these people have conflicts with the president. They have conflicts with the Lord and they are GD because they refuse to repent. And that's what he's talking about. And, you know, is this a, is this a bad word? Well, to, to do GD indiscriminately, yes, that's evil. But just to call out and say, this person is going to be punished for their evil against humanity. Is, that's not evil to say that. For him to say, this is what we have to have. Just as I was saying at the beginning with Barr, this is a blessed thing that, that the sentence for crimes will be swiftly executed and they will be GD. They, because they, there's, they wouldn't repent. There's a chance for, for forgiveness. We've seen that. People can be restored and they'll repent, but these won't. And they are GD. And that, so I don't want you to be like, he's so, how could he say that? We have to think justice. We have to grow up and understand justice. We've got to. And if the Lord, yes, we, we have to have justice on this earth. The Lord has to have justice in all of eternity. That's, it's a fact. Because there's some who have willingly signed on with the dark side. 
with the devil himself. Okay. I want to just, I want to make sure I, I told you guys that. All right. So have you noticed what people are saying? The Lord chose Judah and Israel and then he abandoned them. They're sneering and saying that Israel is not worthy to be counted as a nation. But this is what the Lord says. I will no more reject my people than I would change my laws that govern day and night, earth and sky. I will never abandon the descendants of Jacob or David, my servant, or change the plans the plan that David's descendants will rule the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Instead, I'll restore them to their land and have mercy on them. It looks like when someone is being punished, it looks like, oh, you've abandoned them. It's for their good. I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, right? From Jeremiah 29, 11. He didn't abandon. He, it's all in the plan. And just like you with your own kids, when you're punishing them or you've abandoned them, of course not, right? He says, I, I wouldn't change my plan for them any more than I would change day and night, right? All right. So now, look, this is what I was going to tell you. I was told you earlier. I told them that every Hebrew slave must be free after serving six years. But your ancestors paid no attention to me. This is part of the reason that they were punished. There's supposed to be a year of jubilee every seven years. The seventh year was supposed to be everyone was set free. All of say they refused to do it because they were so selfish and you know wouldn't obey the Lord. But it's also a, a code, a Q code for us um, that we that all the slaves will be freed after serving six years. We've served six years, six years. A day to the Lord is a thousand years. We've served six thousand years. Humanity has been enslaved for six thousand years, and now this is the beginning of the seventh day, the day of rest, the seventh day, the seven thousandth year of peace. Mm, isn't that beautiful? I just I caught that when I was going through. All right. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. Since you have not obeyed me by setting your countrymen free, I will set you free to be destroyed by war, disease, and famine. You will be an object of horror to all the nations of the earth because you have broken the terms of our covenant. I will cut you apart just as you cut apart the calf when you walk between its halves to solemnize your Solemnize your vows. Yes, I will cut you apart because you are officials of Judah or Jerusalem, court officials, priests, or common people, for you have broken your oath. I will give you to your enemies, and they will kill you. Your bodies will be food for the vultures and wild animals. This is exactly what's happening to the New World Order. This is exactly what's happening. And they would claim they're Christians. They can claim, you know, Vatican and all that. They're part of the covenant. And they said, we, we're joining this covenant. We're joining this covenant. The covenant is a covenant of blood, like a pinky swear, okay, that you would have a you know, blood blood covenant. We would put a blood. But in this case, the Lord would take an animal, and he would uh, have people, have uh, Abraham walk through the middle of the parts of the animal, and the Lord would have this firefight, and he would go through through the middle too. And he's saying, I'm going through. You're going through. We're basically taking a blood oath that we will we will, uh, God says, I will be faithful to you. And we say, we will be faithful to you, Lord. And it's a, it's a covenant, just like a marriage covenant where you say, I will be faithful to my husband. My husband will be faithful to the wife. And this is what, and, it, and when you don't, when you break that covenant, it's bad. It's, 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 it's horrible. And there's a terrifying consequences to breaking a covenant. Okay. It's a covenant. It's a contract between the Lord and his people. And he says, I will, I will kill you and give your body to the vultures. This is the consequences for joining in league with the dark side. That's a fact. Okay. And, and there's a there's swift execution. Okay. Now check this out. I saw this. I'm like, I've got to share this with them. Um, in Jeremiah, I'm sorry, in January of the ninth year of King Zedekiah's reign, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came with his entire army to besiege Jerusalem. Two and a half years later, July 18th, in the 11th year of Zedekiah's reign, a section of the city wall was broken down. Now, do you guys get, y'all get what I'm, why did I highlight this? Do you get it? I'll give you a second. 
Pause it if you have to. What's this about? All right. Are you back? All right. So this is, this is when Nebuchadnezzar was surrounding the city. He'd been in there two and a half years. Nebuchadnezzar, had, his forces had come to surround Jerusalem. And two and a half years. So he, the Lord gives us codes to give us a little hint of timing even, if we're really looking. Why is he giving us this timing? Why do we care? He's given it to us for a reason. Just like Q says, everything is in the Q post for a reason. The Lord put this in here for a reason. Get a load of this. Guess how long ago our president was inaugurated? Two and a half years. Two and a half years ago. On July 18th. Now, this is actually, let me just show you, in, in um, here, it's the ninth, let's see, the ninth day of the month. In the fourth month, on the ninth day of the month. Now, yeah, I, I, I love NLT version. It, it simplifies it, but this is a little too simplistic. It really needs to use the Hebrew calendar, okay? And the Hebrew calendar I happen to have on my Google. Um, it is the, the ninth of Tammuz was the 12th of and that was the day I flew away. I flew into Alaska. I'm like, I should never have left on that time <laughs> if I thought about it. Anyway, if I'd researched it, that's fine. Um, so this is the, four, the fourth month, the ninth day. And that is exactly what it's talking about here, that at that time the city was broken up, or in other words, a section of the city wall was broken down. What is this point? Because we've been waiting. And we've been fighting and we've been trying, we've been sharing and we've been tweeting and we've been doing all this. And finally, a, city, a section of the city wall was broken down. Finally, <laughs> finally, this whole thing with Epstein and this whole thing with the Mueller investigation, this whole, this whole chunk of wall has come down so that people will, their, their whole superstructure of, of deception is just broken down. It's finally, like people are saying, it's finally coming out in the mainstream media. Finally, people, the regular people who are not Q followers are finally getting it. They're finally getting the truth. And he had to have us fighting, siege, laying siege on the city of evil for all this time to break, to chip away, chip away, chip away till this now, this chunk has fallen down. Y'all get it? Isn't that so cool? I really do think that that's what it's talking about. This is a code. This is a... This is a little um, hint for what was going to happen in our day. He says, in that day, you will understand. And that's what is happening. Here, we start to lay siege when our president was inaugurated. And now, two and a half years later, this chunk of wall has broken down. Isn't that great? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? It's not about a specific day, but right here, we're at this day, this, this ninth day of the fourth month of Hebrew month, which is right, right now. Isn't that wonderful? I wanted you guys to share this. I want you to be excited. I'm, I'm just so glad to be back, to be able to share. It's like busting out of me, all these things I had to share with you. And I'll be, I'll have make another video, but this one, I better stop now because it's already over at, uh, right about an hour. So let's give thanks. Thank you so much, Lord, for all these promises that we're seeing fulfilled in our day. Thank you, Lord, that we got to be part of this. That you have tapped us on the shoulder and you've you have quickened us that we can't stop until this battle is done. We thank you that we are being part of what you're doing. We thank you that you are helping us tear down this, this wall of deception. And it's, it's happening before our eyes. Thank you so much for all those who have fought this good fight. 
Lord, I just pray it every minute that you will strengthen all the true patriots and that more will wake up, that we will be able to share with them and that more and more they'll come out of the deception and that, that uh, all will come to the knowledge of the truth. Oh, Lord, we thank you that, that justice will be executed swiftly and that those who have been doing evil will be put in great fear and that they will never be able to harm anyone else again. Oh, Lord, we look for the day when all these this tribulation will be stopped and we'll have all these blessings I've been reading about. We're looking forward to that day when it's com completely fulfilled. What we see, this is the beginning of our, uh, our being set free from being slaves. Thank you so much, Lord. Your promises are yea and amen. Thank you, Lord, for all these clues that you put in your word. Thank you, Lord, that you're revealing it to us. We thank you, Lord, for all these who've been fighting. We give you praise, O oh Lord. We can't wait till the whole world worships you, uh, that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea, that we won't have to tell people to know you because they'll all know you from the least to the greatest, and our future is so bright. We thank you so much, Lord. Guide us every minute of every day what to do, everywhere to go, what, what to say, and who to say it to. Just guide us. We pray all these things in your great name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, I love you guys so much. I will talk to you soon. All right.